We are here to help you learn Google Ads and level up, become a specialist or a strategist. Okay, how's it going? Yeah, going good. Uh, today I, I just came from a badminton session, so I, I look tired. I I will look tired, but yeah, it's, it's okay. I can I can do it for you guys. You know, I had a power nap just before this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sleeping early these days. Yeah. After solution said, that's one positive change I have in my life. So when 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 are you sleeping? Like, uh, what's your what's your sleeping schedule? Uh, you know, I'm like free at by ten, but okay. it, it becomes like eleven, eleven thirty. Hmm. But it, yeah, it's still good. Yeah, it's still good, <laughs> guys. You you gotta take care of your health as you be, as you grow older. <laughs> So, but yeah. but if you're learning and if you're at the very early stage of your career, you are more than welcome to, you know, put yourself to test. Mm. Hi, Amin and Soeb. Soeb, we are here. Uh, Amin has left Solution Set, right? Yeah, he is. Uh, he is applying again as a specialist. Uh, okay. Actually, he what he told me is, uh, I think it's it's really good uh what he said to me is like he is not able to contribute to my team mm-hmm. as an intern so he said that right uh so for now i will leave solution safe i will learn and then will apply as a uh, specialist so i can i can be more help of uh, for for you guys because yeah as an intern uh yeah he had some like concepts clear but yeah he he was not able to like properly work or sync in our team but yeah he he has grown a lot i have seen like he is doing multiple courses like completing uh, and speaking of growth uh, we have smriti ranjan who is now making some kickass videos (laughs) yeah smriti is on fire like he is publishing a one video a day yeah, and, and that requires a lot of uh, drive and commitment to yep. it. I mean, it's it's not easy. Yeah. Uh, pretty- Actually, all the strategists, we, uh, we decided that every Thursday we will plan and we will uh, like uh, record a, a session or, or a video. But yeah, it never happened. Like we did it for like three weeks and then we stopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it... it, it takes a lot of dedication to like create videos yeah so great job smriti ranjan very proud of you you know uh, here at tier 11 uh, nick and i we, we have discussed that okay we'll put together three videos be it shorts whatever we have to put together three videos every week and this is the second week i've not done it <laughs> i did <laughs> one last week <laughs> so yeah but, but i think uh, Part of this is to do with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and we have a character <laughs> who is uh, acting as a marketing director in poster at one of our, my clients, and <laughs> he's, he's firing all the nonsense shots. Anyways, uh, speaking of that, uh, let's talk a little bit about Black Friday, Cyber Monday promotions. So what's the strategy? How, how are you doing it? So we don't have a like uh, a well-built strategy uh, you can say because uh, right now I don't think Black Friday and Cyber Monday will uh, like give clients a lot of sales 
because mm. this year there is uh, like we are still recession. recovering from covid and and like recession is coming so i don't think uh, own business owners they should expect a lot from this year's black friday cyber monday but i can be wrong uh, so what we are doing is uh, we are first of all just building on remarketing lists and and then we okay. are remarketing them through like display campaigns and then uh, we are also running like uh, dsa rlsas and then okay. uh, we have uh, we will be adding gmc promotions like all the basic stuff and then again uh, we will be running inbound campaigns so uh, let's say if we have a shoes uh, company so a lot of people we have seen that they search for like black friday shoes offers uh then let's say uh, we have uh, we are selling cornhole bags like a lot of people don't know what cornhole is but yeah it's it's game uh so black friday cornhole uh so a lot of people will search for it so yeah we are preparing for that and then then the last thing is in our pmax campaign uh we are creating a asset group for black friday specifically for black friday and we will turn uh, turn it off after black friday ends but yeah it's is debatable like if we should do it or not because like pmax will get a lot of conversion in those 3 days and then the conversions will drop and uh, if we pause that asset group then our pmax will again go in learning and it, it will never pick up we think that will happen but uh, i think what we can do or we will do is uh we can adjust seasonality uh, so there is an option to uh, there is an option seasonality adjustments so we can do that okay. and i think uh, that will uh handle the uh, increase in conversion rates and conversions and i think so is- yeah th- these are all the things that we are doing there is no like solid sop uh it depends on the client how much budget they okay. have and and uh what channels we can uh like are profitable for them you talked about inbound campaign is that inbound search campaign so oh uh, yes a... inbound search campaign yeah so in, inbound search campaign specifically for this black friday cyber monday uh, yes yep okay and then you will you will pause it afterwards mm-hmm. and so what happens to the existing campaigns will the existing inbound campaign be paused or run oh uh, no they will they will stay active okay yeah because It... i think a lot of people they will search for let's say again i will give an example running shoes yeah so uh, a lot of people they will not like there will be like 10% of people who will be searching for black friday shoes but yeah there are like 90% people who are oh uh, i got who it. will so... search for like regular uh, keywords so any black friday deal or whatever you are uh... those keywords in particular are being added mm. in the yep. inbound search campaign yep. and that's a separate campaign which is there only for this sale duration yep hmm i got it got it anything on youtube you all are doing anything on youtube uh so we don't have like good clients who can provide us like content we we have and we are still struggling yeah uh but yeah if if we have good creatives we can uh, we will try youtube So assuming that you had great creatives what would you do uh so uh, we generally target in market audience because okay google 
cycles the in market audience regularly let's okay. say uh, someone is looking for shoes uh, google will put that person into the shoes in market audience and okay. when the person purchase that uh, purchase uh, the shoes Uh-oh. looks like connection is bad from onkar hey guys so anuj there is no whatsapp group from guided ppc and if somebody is sending you connection request <laughs> that's an imposter uh, so stay away from all that also uh, if you all have questions uh, prepare your questions post here on the chat and I, we will take questions we just discussing black friday cyber monday strategy once onkar is back Is this my internet or what? Let me. Oh no, my internet is working. I think it's Onkar who uh, who is struggling with internet. Hey, online education. Good to see you here. And Soyab, thanks. Yeah, a lot of hard work, a lot of energy going into this. Okay, Onkar is back. Yeah, sorry, my internet cut off. Yeah, uh... we lost you. <laughs> we lost you there uh, at the like. at the point of uh, if you had great creatives okay. great video content yeah. what so, would you do yeah yep yeah. uh, so after that i i was talking about in market audiences yes. so basically so what cyclical. google yeah yep yeah, it's cyclical and and google will put that audience in the uh, sorry put that person into the audience and when a purchase hits then it will remove that audience from it so we are using that or we will be using it for for our youtube campaigns to go outbound and okay. uh, and we are also thinking of using black friday and cyber monday audiences that we find in the google ads uh, sorry google ads but yeah again it's it depends on the client if they have good budget and if if the so what's uh, what's the good budget what's the ideal budget for you to have so ideal budget is 15 times the cpa 15 times the cpa yeah whatever the cpa they are okay that's the ideal yeah. per day yep so if per it is 100 day. it is 1500 yep 1500 per day ha huh. and have you seen success with that uh yep so i will so there is a google uh, article where they okay. have uh, they they said that to optimize youtube campaign you have to like give uh, 15x the budget uh, sorry oh, 15x the cpa budget uh, to the youtube campaign so if you want to optimize the campaign youtube campaign in 7 days okay right? uh, and like for 2 weeks your like if your daily budget is 10 times the cpa then youtube campaign will take like 2 weeks and then if it's like 5 to 10 x then it will take 3 weeks to optimize the youtube campaign so basically we recommend uh, clients that hey if you want to run youtube outbound we need 15 x your cpa and what's the targeting on youtube outbound is this that uh, max conversions that's and no placement no keywords nothing else uh so we do placements oh, in market. so you said in market yeah uh yeah we do in market as well but let's mm-hmm. say if there is a good channel a relevant channel 
then we okay. create another ad group and we can do placement targeting channel targeting yeah yeah placement targeting but i think now google is taking off uh, taking away channel as uh, sorry placement and keyword targeting right from uh, youtube it or is or? only taking away keyword targeting not the placement uh no not the placement i think so okay That's, so placement yeah. so specific videos and channels are still available ah uh, yes okay sounds good uh, great okay we have some questions there is the first one is from uh, okay let me start from the top <laughs> yeah so first of all i think i have already answered anuj that someone is sending him connection request from guided vgc whatsapp group <laughs> that's complete bs <laughs> but good to know that people are uh, you know we will become yeah. famous guided stay away from scams stay away but guided publicity is becoming famous so but <laughs> we don't have branches we don't have whatsapp groups we don't have <laughs> anything like that so stay away from all of that please okay so a lot of people have said hi so how are hi. you communicating with your students then uh linkedin and youtube okay. and okay. like there is no communication like you know because the problem is onka that there are so many people who yeah. directly ask mm. questions then i cannot mm. ask answer questions privately and i encourage everybody that, that if you have questions join the live stream because here we can think through and give you a more comprehensive answer and think about this if if you ask a question directly on my private message or whatsapp if i answer that question to you that question answers that that question uh helps you and my answer helps you but if you ask the same question on a video comment or on my linkedin post that question and answer helps everybody else yeah so i am willing to spare my time to help everybody i think large. santosh what should you do is uh create a discord channel i think there uh yeah. people can ask either each other questions Yeah. and like we can create multiple channels so i have a lot of resources okay. uh so and and you will also have so you can share that uh share that in like discord channels which channel uh discord so it's an app uh like okay. it's just like slack okay. so people can join right. in and and there we can create commun it's like a community like we can build a small community there sure let's do that let's yeah. do that actually i can i can share you how to create and like what what we can do there okay yeah let's yep. let's do that after this mm. uh, live stream yep. so happy to do that if if it helps everybody else otherwise like one to one question answer is difficult <laughs> to do because you, you know god you yeah, and i, I in our world how busy we are so sorry folks i'm i'm sorry i turned down the direct message request and this is the reason i had to turn like take away the whatsapp group uh, because people started like saving my number and contacting me and saying that <laughs> can you get me the job can you answer my questions so it was very difficult and some people were so uh, persistent then that they would ask hi hello and 10 questions and i would answer Uh, but then in the end they would say you are very patient i said yeah i'm patient but do you understand what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> so please please understand that uh, onkar and i we are trying to help help you out we are trying to give back what we have learned and what we are learning every day but 
we can't just answer everybody individually. So you have to come here on the live stream and ask questions or ask questions on the LinkedIn video comments. I have been very, very prompt there. I've been answering questions. And like Omkar is saying, you can make a community, that app uh, that you are talking about, Omkar. Uh, yeah, because other people can answer other people's mm-hmm. questions too. So we don't have to answer every time. Like if I have answered, you have answered some question and people have learned, they can help others. Great. So that's that's great. Uh, online education is asking you how um, you know how to perf- uh, scale uh, Google Ads performance max campaigns. It's a very generic question. Is it for e-commerce? Is it for lead gen? But do you have any generic idea, Ankar? Uh, yeah, I have actually. So. Uh... Wait, I will. I will start from the basics. Let's let's. Okay. So in in solutions aid, we have tested a lot of Pmax campaign, a lot of structures. Uh, we have run like multiple campaigns, uh, side by side with same product, with different products, with different assets, asset group, audience signals, without audience signals. So we have tried a lot, and what we have found is if you add more asset groups, then Google will take a lot of time to optimize for all the asset groups, right? Uh, what it do, like uh, Santosh, have you uh, come across a script that shows how Google is uh, giving impressions to asset groups, like impressions clicks, how it is prioritizing assets? So there was a script that Nick talked about, but yeah. I have not tested it yet. Yep. I so I think John tested it and I also read uh, about that script uh, on LinkedIn. So what Google do is let's say if you create four asset groups for few days or for like two weeks, Google will divide impressions equally in for all the asset groups, right? And then if one asset group starts performing, then Google focus on that asset group. So let's say if you create 20 asset groups, 40 asset groups, it will take a lot of time to optimize, right? So that's why we have found a, a good balance. Create three, like uh, minimum should be three. Uh, so to start with, create three. And then once the data comes into the insights, insight tab, then work on that. Let's say if you find a new audience, then uh, if you think that's a good audience, then you can create a new asset group for, for that audience signal uh, for that audience basically but start with three and then slowly you can scale that pmax campaign okay and once let's say if you hit the saturation point let's say if you are increasing the budget but the ROAS is not increasing there you stick with the uh there you stick with the budget that is giving you optimal uh conversions stay there for two weeks and then try to scale it. Then try to increase the ROAS. Uh, sorry, why I'm saying ROAS uh, budget, and then see if the conversions are increasing. Right? If they are not increasing, first work on your asset groups. Right? Which asset group is performing? Uh, check the product group listings. Uh, which product group listing is performing? Check products. Check title. Uh, check descriptions. Try to optimize them. And then after doing all that, again, try to increase the budget. Again, if it doesn't 
sorry, if you don't get uh, conversions, then you can set a TROS goal, right? Say, uh, let's say your uh, Google Ads is getting, let's say, 4x ROAS. Then set 150 or 200 as a ROAS goal and then increase the budget. So Google will have a, a target that, hey, I have to achieve 200 percent but then we are giving, we are also giving the budget. So it filters out a lot of audiences, a lot of people who are just searching, who are just researching. P uh, Google will only focus on people who are at the bottom of the funnel and uh, people who want to purchase the product. So the ideal way that, as I hear from you, is that mm -hmm. start with max conversion or max conversion value yep. and scale the budget and at what point do you exactly want to add the TROS? Uh, so drop? till and a point, uh, a point will come where you increase the budget, the conversions will not increase. You will start plateau. losing money on the yeah. Yep. You will hit a plateau. So there yeah. you can set a, a minimum TROS goal. Okay. Yeah. Don't set like 400 or 500, set like 150 or 200. It will still achieve 400% ROAS. So don't worry about that. Uh, just put a 200% and then uh, you can start increasing the budget. And is that the same strategy for uh, naked PMAX, like Ed Link said? Or feed only PMAX? <laughs> naked PMAX. <laughs> a very catchy phrase. I think feed only, feed only is a good name for, for, for that. I had the more sophisticated name, retail only. <laughs> yeah, retail works. But naked Pmax was <laughs> orphan Pmax. <laughs> naked Pmax. Okay, that was funny. So, uh, is that the same strategy for both uh, feed only and full build? Uh, so for full build, it's actually complicated. So. So what happens is if you set a TROS goal, then uh, Google have seven channels, right? So yeah. what Google will do is uh, it will set different TROS goals for each channel, right? And it will try to average out uh, the TROS. Let's say on shopping, your TROS will go to 800. Okay. Right, and then let's say you have set a four hundred goal. So what it will do, it will set a uh, on like converting channels like search and shopping. It will set a TROS goal at eight hundred, and on display YouTube discovery, it will set like hundred to two hundred, and then it will okay. average out. So that's the problem with uh, fully built Pmax campaign, right? So uh, it can go anywhere. So it's it's really hard to scale uh, fully built Pmax campaigns because it can go anywhere. Yeah. Okay, that's how you scale. I, that's how you get started at least. Yeah. Obviously, we uh, you know it, one live stream is not enough to <laughs> discuss the entire strategy. But yeah, also I mean the strategy would change for lead generation for e-commerce for small uh, stores for medium-sized stores, for big stores, probably I mean, if you are dealing with multiple categories, you have, whether you have performance history or not, whether you have, so 
if you ask questions like give try and give some sort of a scenario more specifics around your situation so that we can help you in that situation otherwise generic question you're going to get generic answers which is one size kind of a fit all but doesn't really work for everybody but anyways uh, great i hope this is helpful to you online education yeah discord is a good idea discord i'm going to try it out hey vikas so Hi, vikas. some of these folks yeah some of these folks are uh, vikas is by the way on the cadet pcc second batch course and i don't know you guys are not tired of listening to me like monday to friday monday to saturday and you're back on the live stream welcome but yeah <laughs> you're like lots of lots of google ads happening uh, okay hey what's up it's, it's from some weird <laughs> we'll skip that we tested shopping campaigns for black friday sale last year but for this year we have been running pmax and this is from narish for the past four months with just three asset groups comparisons to last year we now see less convergence and value conversion value so what's your question do you, are you uh, are you are you wondering what should we do with black friday sale this year or are you, is the question is about general how do we bring pmax back to shopping campaigns level Yeah, I think I think it. that's the yeah. question. So let's take shot at both. Yep. That how how do we uh, make the performance max campaign achieve the performance standard shopping had last year, and what should be done during the Black Friday sale? Okay, we just shopping so, campaign. Uh, I think it's well, time a, shopping. Or a... yeah, Nares, if you can just give an example of what kind of store it is. and you know and what kind of shopping campaign were you running was it stand shopping or smart shopping yeah because the answer will differ for yep. standard and smart shopping okay cool we'll come back to your question naresh if you provide some follow up uh, because we want to answer it to you this is a great question it's just we just need some more details so let's move on to the next one for now next one is uh, some from santosh baskaran hey santosh uh Welcome. He's also on the course, by the way. For e-commerce, fresh account. Should we start with Pmax initially, or should we start with standard shopping, and wait for some conversions, then go with Pmax? It's a very, very uh, good question. Very basic, but good yeah. question. Uh, what's your mm -hmm. answer? So I will say start with standard shopping, because there, first of all, you get to know what market you are in. like there you can test audiences or you will get insight about audiences right so in stand shopping campaign you can add all the audiences that are available in google in as observation and there you will find the audiences that are working right and then you can use that audiences as an audience signal in pmax so uh, run stand shopping then there you will also get to know on which keywords my ads are being shown showed so you can do title optimization description optimization image optimization and then once you start getting conversions then you can move to pmax campaign right so that's the basic strategy that you can uh, go with for for a fresh build up for a fresh account basically i don't know if you watched uh, edlick's video that he re uh, released yesterday but his whole premise is that uh, if you are 
on a new store without any performance history in place, go with standard better. Do not do performance max unless yeah, yeah. you have some performance mm. history in place. So unless you have some something for the machine to learn, uh, you will not be able to scale with Emax. The answer. Yep. Okay. So Naresh has provided some follow up. Uh, he says it's mm. so he's wondering why the dropped in performance. And so what was the campaign running? Was it standard shopping, smart shopping last year? My guess is it's standard shopping. Uh, standard yeah, shopping. He actually yeah, said standard said. shopping. Yeah. Standard shopping. Okay. I'm like it's Saturday night and I'm <laughs> little, a little bit tired. Uh, so I couldn't begin to see a smart standard shopping because my other monitor, my laptop is covering the monitor and that <laughs> the standard was hiding. <laughs> Okay, so uh, back to his original question. So last year he tested uh, during the Black Friday sale, and it did well. Mm-hmm. Last four months, Emax, just three asset group. In comparison to last year, there is less conversion, less conversion value. What could be the reason for jewelry? Okay, there can be many reasons, but I will try to uh, try to. Figure out like, artificial jewelry or uh, precious jewelry because if it is precious jewelry, probably inflation where yeah. people are <laughs> not but buying yeah, so much. He said that it's jewelry, slip dresses, skirts, hoodies, joggers, knitwears. Uh, so there can be like multiple reasons, but I will I will give my best guess is. With standard shopping, you have more control, right? And standard shopping only runs ads on shopping channel, or I will say search channel, right? But with Pmax, it is going everywhere. Like on, it is showing ads on all the seven channels. So that can be one reason why your campaigns are not performing. And second reason is check the search terms from which search terms you are getting a lot of conversions there can be a possibility that a lot of conversions may come from may have come from brand brand search terms right so yeah check that uh and and then you can actually compare uh, if the can like removing brand term from from the campaign then you can actually compare if my conversions or conversion value is equal to or or higher than Pmax. I just want to add, uh, Unka, that I think what Smriti, that Smriti's video, you can watch Naresh and try to understand where you're getting conversions mm. from on your Pmax yep. campaign. And then the comparison is this. Last year on standard shopping, you were getting everything from shopping, right? On standard shopping, you were getting most of the conversions from shopping network. But now with Performance Max, you have shopping, you have search, you have display, you have YouTube, you have discover, uh, you know, you have a lot of things. And with that uh, Smriti's video, you can figure out this year on Pmax, where are you getting conversions from? So you can compare with shopping versus last year's shopping. So it is possible, like Onka said in the first scenario, that your budget is diluted across multiple channels. And therefore, the performance on particular shopping it's getting less and therefore other channels are not converting and therefore 
you need to you know but but how do you how do you fix it so for example if you want your campaigns to be performance max to be shopping heavy is there some maneuvering you can do no we we can't do anything i think i think one thing you can you can start a new campaign just a retail campaign or feed only campaign but yeah. i think santosh there can be one more reason so with stand shopping it can be last year stand shopping was focusing on certain types sorry certain product types and this year they might be running all the product types and pmax is just splitting the or or just distributing the budget for all the product types right i think yes. what they should do or naresh should do naresh. is yeah. create reports uh, like in google ads you can create reports for product type or category or custom label right so create that check last year which category or product type was working and then based on that create pmax campaigns for for those product types don't focus on like losing uh for like loser product types just remove them from your pmax campaigns and start focusing yeah. on the product types which are converting so what onkar is still trying to say is that the third scenario could be that it's not your campaign but the products so if there was a product there were some set of products which were doing really well last year and this year they are out of stock or they're not doing well or pmax has uh, gone into giving traction to other products is that is that am i reading it right yep and it, actually it's uh, i i was not talking about the same product type but yeah. last year maybe jewelry uh, and the sweaters they they might be performing but this year uh in in the pmax campaign they might be targeting all the categories and oh, i see yeah the roas is have... just averaging out and it's it's uh it's getting lower because of they are targeting all the products and and they are also targeting products where they are not getting high roas right it's just yeah. averaging out yeah but i'm just saying that that that's definitely a reason but i'm saying that let's say the last year's hmm. best sellers are not are out of stock this year or not in the mix yeah, anymore yeah. or the prices have changed or competition has increased you know uh, one interesting thing you can also do is search for your keywords and check on amazon if check on google if amazon is advertising on your keywords i have heard, like like learned this the hard way so we have a client which is selling uh, car spray car paint okay uh, they have a very unique product that they have been selling on on their website and this year they have started selling on amazon now this car spray paint is uh, is such a popular product that there are sellers on amazon and therefore amazon itself is advertising on their brand keywords and they are like getting almost 70% impression share from their brand keywords and besides all the non brand keywords on the product brand keywords so obviously when amazon goes after you and they can do so well because sitting on the uh, you know big pile of cash so they can go after you and they can take the business away from you so and obviously if the prices are comparable on the website and on amazon you are going to lose the business on on the website so that could be another angle there are lots of things that can go 
wrong why the uh, why the sales is down this conversions are down and the conversion value is down i hope some of these come true for you but if it doesn't then then uh, reach out to me again please okay so um, did we did we answer his question yeah we able to answer so. that yeah okay. i think so <laughs> okay uh, i'm a little bit rusty today so forgive me <laughs> oka you can cover for me okay <laughs> we have santosh baskar uh, we answered this question right uh yep we answered yeah, we answered okay so then the next one is uh, i mean i sorry i missed your question last time so he posted again does aida model work for small budget e-commerce stores in a high competitive niche that's a question for you because i have not uh, yeah tried aida model so <laughs> i'm really bad with top of the funnel like so i can't i'm i'm not the right person to answer this like i'm i'm really strong at like search shopping and all the other stuff like which are at the bottom of the funnel but yeah i don't know i really lack the top of the funnel uh, campaign strategies i mean you have like not the stuff <laughs> <laughs> no really i i actually want to learn like how big brands or new brands they do campaign like awareness campaigns and they get conversions i really don't know how people scale display campaigns or discovery campaigns because i tried and didn't work i will tell you what they they make a funny ad and they spend shit load of money on youtube <laughs> trying to create top of the funnel awareness yeah. and uh, create the brand awareness and then people search for the brand name and then do a simple brand ads campaign on google search that's the magic yeah. <laughs> that's the simple trick okay i'm just wise guessing okay next one is from naresh again oh uh, we have all the answers this CCL FP Architect, Mr. Architect, welcome back to the live stream. So, question one. Oh, you have two questions. More than one question. Do you always use only one, only broad in smart bidding campaigns? Is it fine to mix all match types with the same keyword? Always broad is not the answer. Like with broad and smart bidding is the broad mission that the Tom I figured out, find out, find by the way. So. Yeah, you can try that too, but not necessarily that always brand uh, broad match keywords with uh, smart bidding. Not necessary. Yeah, it's not necessary. Uh, so yeah, you can possibly mix. Yeah, mix also. Hmm. Yeah, mix. But you can mix them. Why would you mix it? So actually, what we do is you can create as uh, sorry ad groups. So for broad, keep all the uh, create a broad ad group. put all the broad uh, match terms in there create phrase and create exact so what you can do is uh, you can have different goals for different match types right let's say if you are doing a tcpa goal then at ad group level you can change the tcpa goal so for exact match you can put a lower tcpa goal because you know that if someone is searching for that keyword uh, they are sorry they are at the bottom of the funnel or they might convert and and then like going up for broad you can have a higher tcpa goal sorry you will have a lower tcpa goal or if you are running on roas then you will have a higher tcpa goal 
Tiro has scored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and th- if things become complicated, then think about like start thinking of broad match keywords as your top of the funnel strategy, right? And in that case, you would rather have them in a separate campaign because you probably have a separate budget for your top of the funnel campaigns. Therefore, you can manage the bids at ad group level, but the budget is at the campaign level. So in that case, think of those broad match in a separate campaign. Santosh, I will uh, quickly take a call. Like it's, it's a- sure, sure. Go for it. Go for it. And in the meantime, I will uh, keep taking questions here. So I hope this is helpful to you. The whole point is that uh, if you are at any point thinking about putting all the match types into one ad group, uh, think of why would you do that? You know, are you are you going to get anything out of it? Uh, if not, uh, if you're just, just like, you know, okay, because I just want to do it, you can do it. But you can use broad match for a different purpose, like top of the funnel, and you can use exact match for bottom of the funnel. And you can therefore put them in separate campaigns. Hope this is helpful. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Now this question you don't want to answer, right? Because we both were knocked out. Question number two from Mr. Architect. Okay, why is target ROAS or target CPA best? Well, we didn't say it's best. <laughs> it's a good, good bit strategy to use in given scenarios. So how can Google base the bids in trying to match your percentage? Are they not showing it already to the best people possible? Hmm. Okay. Do you understand the question? Yep. So he's asking about how Google is able to bid or able to predict that the person that Google is showing ad to will convert. Yeah, will likely to convert and will likely to convert within the TROAS or within the TCPA goals. So I actually uh, read somewhere that. Google have now changed their focus from keyword thing to uh, more of like human behavior thing. So Google has moved their, uh, uh, sorry, Google ads, basically, I will say Google ads, Google ads has changed uh, the way how it was targeting people. So now they look at like human behavior, what they type when they want to buy, they look at like data sets, basically, uh, what you have purchased in the past. Like, and on that basis, it tries to uh, target uh, people. And yeah, that's how, that's how Google decides if a person will be able to convert and within the targets. Yeah. And it's possible, right? They have because they have so many data points around yep. everybody who is on Google's uh, ecosystem yep. that they can literally pinpoint and say that okay, this person did a search, uh, and whether that person has bought it or not, probably they can also figure that out. Yeah, they they actually do because I already told that in in market the uh, Google cycles the audiences, so they actually track that purchase and then they. Uh, remove that person from that in-market audience. Unless that person ends up buying on Amazon. In that case, yeah. they probably lose, mm. lose, yeah, the lose the track. But uh, but think about this. Your standard search used to be like 
when I'm searching, your ads can trigger for what I'm searching for. But with Google following the person now, not the keyword search, you would have searched in the morning. You can probably be served the ads in the afternoon if you go, go to the computer. So you not, need not necessarily be searching in that moment to, to, be, to see the ad. That's the change. Like instead of following the searches, now follow the people who are searching for it. Mm. Uh, maybe having other indicators that, okay, they, they might be interested in a product or service like this. So I will actually uh, uh, give an example. So how Google actually thinks. So let's say you want to say uh, you are selling healthy smoothies, right? Healthy fruit smoothies. So uh, let's say Santosh is a person uh, which I want to target. He's my target customer or target market. So what Google do is in the morning, Santosh searched for uh, fruits to uh, fruits for weight loss, right? Or healthy fruits uh, or uh, morning breakfast, right? Google takes that signal and then in the afternoon, let's say if you search for healthy milkshake or why I said milkshake, I don't know. But uh, or let's say if you search for healthy shakes or healthy fruit, then it will show you the ad. Uh, like then Google will show you the smoothie ad because now Google knows that you are searching for like healthy fruits, healthy shakes, uh, morning breakfast, right? That's how Google stores data and then tries to target you like relevant uh, ads. Sorry, show you relevant ads. Yeah, I think the, and, and to, to what Onkar is trying and I'm trying to explain is that it, it used to be keywords for targeting. Yep. Now you have keywords for signal. Hmm. So understand the difference between the targeting and signal. Targeting means if I'm searching for exactly that keyword, you will show your, your ads can trigger. Signal means, hey, this person was interested in this. He may have searched, he may have spoken to, uh, you know, okay, Google, or he may have, that person may have watched a video about it. So all those signals can combine and uh, turn as a trigger for, uh, for the ad. So there are lots of, <laughs> I, we don't have inside access to it, but this is our best guess. And I think, let's just assume that because Google has, is sitting with so many data points, it is in a position to uh, predict when a person is likely to convert within your target ROAS, provided you have some conversion history in place. So you have some history of people converting at that target ROAS on your Google Ads account. And that conversion history is there, then basis that like, combined with all the data points Google has in general, plus your account history data, those two combined can actually turn out to be the, the reason why Google can do it. So target ROAS, target CK is still the best. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's your best tool if you want to go for achieving your target ROAS or target CPA. This is the best, like these are the only two tools you have, two levers you have besides budget and of course, 
everything else they get paid to keep on do around but um google is limiting our choices it's either target roas or target city so take it off leave it <laughs> okay i hope we we were able to you know give you some clarity okay babu wordpress hi satosh and uncle wp is what right yeah i i think so sorry babu uh, i didn't mean to offend you i was just like trying to make it light hey satosh and uncle what is the future of drop shipping in india none of us are drop shippers i guess <laughs> yeah uh, that's an affiliate thing man uh, go i mean you can affiliate guys can probably answer this better we have no business with affiliates and i'm at least like staying miles away from affiliates so uh yeah that's anything for me yep and um, but i don't know i i will pl- i don't know i have an idea of uh of a product but yeah i don't know if i will start drop shipping it's it's like google and facebook they are restricting drop shippers a lot and they are banning these people so i don't know uh what will happen like what will be the future for drop shippers but i will tell you what uh, drop shipping is a great concept yeah but it's a great concept why drop shipping was mainstream and why drop shipping became so popular is because the whole supply chain that was dependent on china right hmm now think about covid post covid and what happened to tiktok what yeah. happened to uh huawei so um provided yeah, re- that now now you have told that it, it's really difficult then sorry i i forgot that uh, india's banned alibaba and uh, aliexpress and all I that so yeah. that name, like alibaba ali the express so that whole yeah. supply chain is is in question yeah. right now Hmm. so unless that shift happens in india that whole supply chain uh, infrastructure can uh, an ecosystem can be built uh, based in india um, you know it's very very uh, how to say uncertain future hmm. but if you are positive uh, that india can replicate what china did in drop shipping and supply chain and we are on our way we will have drop shippers in india as well like we will have products manufactured in india and drop shippers willing to deliver it anywhere in the world yep so if you are like if you have like that level of positivity then of course there is future yeah but i would not bet my money on this right now but santosh do you know like there are some companies now in the us who are like earlier what was happening like you have to source the product from china but yeah. now these companies they are in us and they have big warehouses so you can directly source the product from us and you can like deliver the products in like 11 uh, 7 to 11 days to the customer Might so be possible yeah i have zero zero experience in drop shipping i have experience helping clients who are drop shippers who became good uh, online retailers and have mm. experience helping them you know scale their campaigns help scale their business but that hands on with drop shipping and the logistics behind it 
I'm not the person to answer that. <laughs> Sounds like Omkar too is. I'm I'm just researching about it. I, <laughs> yeah. I so let's see I how know. things unfold. Yeah. But good, you asked. Yeah, I might become millennial, guys, if I find the right product. <laughs> Thanks, Omkar and Santosh. We'll start with standard shopping. Shipping? Yep. Oh, shopping. I think he means shopping. shopping. Okay. Okay. This is, hey, Avi, uh, Spanish guy. <laughs> Come on, man. I remember you. I just don't, don't remember the architect thing. So, yeah, he's in the, and we, we, we uh, did a live audit of his Google Ads account. Nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. Let's move on to the next one. Walid. Hey, Walid. Welcome back. Hi, for high ticket B2B e-commerce business, what campaign types would you suggest as sales team needs to hop on a call to close a prospect search plus shopping in season? Oh my God, this is an urgent request, Omkar. <laughs> Elevator pitch line. <laughs> okay, for for health, health, why I'm reading health, sorry. High ticket. Sorry guys, I'm, I'm just... High ticket B2B. <laughs> high, ticket, high ticket B2B e-commerce business, what campaign types would you suggest a sales team needs to hop on the call and close the project okay so yeah that's that's a good good question so we have a lot of clients who do that uh, let's say they are selling uh, they are selling like lights for for like constructions or uh, we just onboarded a client artificial uh, grass but yeah he's i think he's uh, asking about e-commerce business yeah, yeah so so artificial grass is pure B2B. oh that was not uh, e-commerce yeah. okay yeah sorry. so I, yeah and and we just onboarded a client uh, they sell like kitchen cabinets and all that so ah furniture yeah yeah furniture type and and they uh, take big orders and everything so search plus shopping any suggestions okay so first i think what should you do is uh, create, I, I will just go in, in depth. Uh, I think you already, uh, already I think you already have a good, good understanding of what campaign types you should run, but I will tell the basics, like how should you uh, uh, track conversions and all that. So first of all, track calls, track lead forms, and then track purchases, right? So for forms, make them big, uh, put more cautions in it. Let's say if you are selling cabinets, so ask them uh, what size they need, like 11 inches by 12 inches, right? So you will filter out a lot of product, a lot of people there, right? So that's how you have to create a form. Uh, track calls for tra uh, call tracking, use call rail or call tracking metrics. So in call, call rail and call tracking metrics, what you can do is uh, you can assign a conversion value to that call. Let's say for five-star call or a converted lead, you can assign a conversion value and you can import that gclit or that call in Google ads, and it will also import the conversion value. So for search, it's very easy. Just put all the conversion actions as a, as a primary, and then you can run search. It's very easy for, but for shopping, you will need, let's say right now for shopping, you have Pmax campaign. So Pmax campaign works on maximize conversions and maximize conversion value. So if you are using maximize conversion value, you have to put a maximum conversion value for each 
conversion action, right? So there it will help uh, the campaign to optimize if you are pushing the conversion value from CDM or for, from call tracking or call rail, right? So create, uh, you can create Pmax campaign, structure it like uh, you will structure it for any other e-commerce uh, uh, brand or business. And that's it. Like track calls, uh, sorry, provide high quality conversions. Don't, uh, don't track all the calls as a conversion. Just provide all the converted calls, converted forms and purchases. I think that's how you can scale the campaign and uh, that's how you can optimize the campaigns. Yeah, so like insist on uh, that, that conversion tracking is going to be and a qualification of the leads into from yep. being relevant to qualified or converted. That mm -hmm. aspect is going to be the make or break for your lead gen campaign, for B2B uh, e-commerce campaign. Unless there are there is a online shopping element to it, in which case you can do a standard shopping or uh, performance max both and optimize it to you know go for the mm. target keyword. But yeah, still it's it's high ticket. So I think you should just provide all high quality conversions. So Google will actually niche down on the audience. Like it will not show ads to anyone. It will just show ads to people who matched, whose data sets are matching with the previous converters. Yeah, Omkar, I was thinking that there will be two kinds of conversions they will get, three kinds. So they mm. will get phone calls, yep. they will get form fields, and then yep. the third, they will get purchases if purchases. they have a retail section of it. If people can buy those, uh, hmm. because this is e-commerce business, right? So they can also yeah. purchase this online. So then three primary conversion actions, call conversion, uh, form fill conversion, and your purchase conversion. But then you have to define conversion value on each of those. Yeah. So that only converted leads get the conversion value and hmm. therefore they are optimized for primary conversion. Yeah. So uh, that, that bit is going to be the key differentiator. Otherwise, the campaign types are pretty standard. Like you can do a search campaign, you can do a brand search, inbound search, which is non-brand search, basically. Uh, you can do dynamic search, you can do standard shopping, you can do performance max. You should do. If there is no conversion history, standard shopping. If there is conversion history in the account, you can go, with, go out with feed-only or naked performance max build and yep. take it from there. And uh, actually, I, I remembered one more thing. So uh, there is a B2B, there are B2B audiences in Google Ads that you can target through search and shopping. So what you can do, let's say if you have tried search and you are getting a lot of irrelevant search, uh, sorry, leads. So what you can do is you can run a search campaign or a stand shopping campaign on targeted audience. So uh, what you can contact Google support and ask them, can you please provide me the PDF of B2B audiences? They will provide you a, a, a PDF. In there, Google has uh, have uh, listed all the B2B audience. Just put them on targeting and I think that will solve the uh, B2B thing. Like if you are getting a lot of like uh, bad leads. Yeah, and by the way, I want to add that video element. So in case this B2B client of yours can come up with video uh, creatives, 
they can create videos then in that case you can do a video outbound the youtube outbound campaign as well would you recommend it or no uh no? i probably no we we can but i don't know we should just do remarketing then for for those right youtube or, ads or else they are b2b they might have not have budget constraints okay and they might mm. have uh, you know um, so obviously they are b2b and they they want to generate some top of the funnel awareness in that yeah. case and i guess uh, youtube outbound could be brought in the mix provided mm. they can keep it with their content yeah but then i think uh, what valid you can do is try to find sorry try to get audience insights from these two campaigns search and shopping and then when you find the audience that is converting in your search campaigns you can put that as a targeting in in youtube top of the funnel so oh, you yeah, will be 100% yeah. sure that yeah this audience is relevant but they're going for the pitch right now so you have to give ideas ah, about okay. <laughs> you know you're talking about execution which is what you can also talk about uh, wali you can tell, tell your sales team that they can talk about this is how we will uh, this is post 90 days plan but uh, first hmm. if you have to start with this is how you can pitch and talk intelligently about what campaigns type to go for obviously we just know b2b e-commerce business we don't know about specific business type or product line uh, or ticket size for that matters target market for that matter so we can't give you more specific uh, recommendations at this time but yeah with your question hope this is helpful let's move on to the next one hey umair hey santosh and ankar i want to know from ankar okay so <laughs> we start reading <laughs> umair i'm offended <laughs> <laughs> before creating a campaign uh, how you research on your competitors and find the gap to overcome your business that's a great question dude yeah that's a great question yeah so uh, there are a lot of softwares that you can use uh, i use fifo and ispionage uh, to find Spy what comp- yeah yep spifo and ispionage they are cheap that's why i use it and uh, it can give you a great insights uh on competitor like what are they spending per month uh, what keywords they are bidding on uh, what landing pages they are using for uh, their ppc uh, then are they running display ads uh, are they running video ads uh, then what keywords i should bid on uh, to compete with them then i also get the average cpcs for each uh, keyword right so you can do that or else just use keyword planner that you will also get the bids for for the keywords right so yeah just go on ispionage and spyfu or else if you have more budget uh, or or like if you have spending power then you can uh, SEM use rush. sem rush and what was the other tool Okay, I see him rush, and there was one more. And tools are not Tool, relevant, I yeah. guess. What you want to find out is more relevant. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you want to know, like Unkar said. And then Google also rolled out a uh, ad transparency thing, yeah. like Facebook ads library. So yeah, it's it's easy now. Yeah, it's easy, but I think uh, 
with that it's more manual work but yeah, i would, I would rather go for the google tool because uh, add transparency thing because this is your data coming from houses now hmm. i would not trust normalized data i would at best take as signal or indicator that this is how your competitors are doing or what they are doing but what google shows you is, is the real thing other than that you should also uh, like greatly analyze what offers they are talking about in their ads and on the landing page and compare that with yours like are you able to beat or better those offers are you are you able to compete with what they are offering if it is product offering service offering whatever it is and are, do you have a compelling uh, enough angle uh, to go up go with in your in your ad so for example uh, <clears throat> let's say you are a project management software company type project management software on google search and see what ads do you see and on those ads see what you will probably see monday.com you will see clickup you will see asana you will see teamwork talking about project management features they have some of them would probably say free trial or one of some of them would probably say that we are the best Uh, most comprehensive tool for agencies like teamwork does so those are the competitive advantages they are talking about so see how you weigh against those competitive advantages and how you can build your own competitive advantage in the ad and on the landing page so besides ad this is also what i would do didn't mind my point my opinion but i'm just uh, adding it anyways <laughs> remember he said that he wants to know from you <laughs> actually he messaged me on i think yeah he's the same person he messaged me on linkedin i think that's why he wanted to ask a question okay <laughs> okay cool uh i'm just kidding uh, okay so uh avi uh second question clarification i mean if you put 100% in tros why is it that helpful for google are they not showing it to the best people possible if you are over 100 it will show to people less likely to buy okay i think it, it's a, it's a, yeah i think yeah. it's a really good question uh yeah. so uh so other than tros and tcpa we have max conversion maximize conversion value right so for google what is maximize conversions and maximize conversion value it can be any number it can be 1 or it can be 100 it will just say i spent 500 dollars and i got i got one conversion i maximized yeah. the conversions right yeah and then if it's conversion value then yeah i got you 50 roas yeah i maximized the conversion value so but it will st- spend your entire budget yep it will spend your entire budget but if you have a tros goal or tcpa goal it will not spend the budget unless it is likely to meet that goal yep also avi at 100% it can probably show it to everybody that it would show otherwise with a max conversion or max conversion value bid strategy but if you let's say give it a 500% target tros or 20 dollar target cpa in that case it would start reducing it to people uh, where it can show your ads so that it will be more restrictive and so it so that to people who are likely to convert and get you that 
uh, target ROAS goal that you have set. Yep. So the only trade-off is that without T-ROAS goal, you are risking your entire budget. With T-ROAS goal, you are in control of that budget that it will be spent only when it's likely to meet. Yeah. But I will, I will still recommend uh, go for maximize conversion, maximize conversion value. If your campaign setup is right, you will get conversions at a target CPA, like what have you targeted for? But yeah, if it's not, then then you can use T ROAS or T CPA. I second that, but be very careful careful with budget yep. management. Mm. You you don't increase your budget. Let's say if, if you are spending hundred mm. on an average in a meeting your goal tomorrow, you don't make it two hundred or one thousand. Yeah, you increase 10, 20 percent at a time and mm. scale that way. However, if you wanted to increase your budget significantly, you could put a target ROAS or target CPA goal and increase that budget without worrying about it. Yep. That the budget will be overspent or spent for that matter. So yeah, it's a uh, very, very interesting question. A great question actually. And I think everybody who is watching understands these two levers, the budget and the target CP, target ROAS goal. With these two, these are the like two main levers you have to maneuver your uh, campaign flight and whether land or crash. <laughs> Okay, uh, we have TikTok saying hello from Pakistan. Hey guys. <laughs> we don't have TikTok here. <laughs> yeah, we don't have TikTok. <laughs> Interesting, uh, TikTok with a YouTube uh, icon. So great job, man, on your <laughs> on your on your uh, profile picture. Okay, cool. Kasi Mali. I'm running a Google search ads campaign for my client. Their target audience is medical device manufacturers and medical sales reps. What type of keywords should I use to target this audience? So think about what medical device manufacturers or medical sales reps would search in Google to find a product like yours. All you have to do, Kasim, is get into their heads. And if you can express the way they would express their queries, uh, to find product or service that you are offering to them, you will be able to like start with some ideas, no, and then you, you can do a keyword research and find out whether those keywords are making sense or not. So from our end, you cannot think. So whatever that product or service is, how would they search for it? What would they type in Google to search for what you are offering? Yeah, I think to start with, just put your URL. Uh, in Keyword Planner, and you will get. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a great strategy as well. And, so on Keyword yeah. Planner, there are two ways. There is a you can type in keywords and get keyword ideas against it, or you can enter your landing page URL or website URL and get keyword ideas from your website content. Yep. Both ways. And after that, you can start like researching. Yeah. Uh, on on Pick those keywords, up. if they are relevant or not for you. Yep. The great thing about Keyword Planner is that you put one idea and it gives you all similar queries people are searching mm. for around that along with the search volume and the level of competition so i think that's that's uh, that's the best thing you could ask for babu is back hey babu uh, just wanted to know why you are saying staying away from affiliates <laughs> not my thing man <laughs> i'm st also staying away from yachts and uh, private jets <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I'm a man of simple meaning. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate simple things. I don't want those fancy things in my life. <laughs> How do you research keywords for Google Ads? A keyword planner. Google Keyword Planner is the only tool you should be using, in my opinion. Okay, what do you say? Yeah, Keyword Planner is the best tool. Yeah, if you've been like, I have, I've had folks, I've met folks who watch Neil Patel a lot, and then they do their keyword research on Uber Suggest, not on Keyword Planner. I think that's a big mistake. If Google Keyword Planner was short, I would use Uber Suggest or any other tool for that matter. But as long as Keyword Planner is there and it's giving me ideas, I would use Keyword Planner as the first tool and yeah. the only tool probably. And Uber Suggest is not free. It's it it only shows you like twenty keywords and then you have to pay for it. I don't know. I'm not even going to explore what Uber Suggest <laughs> is. <laughs> I just know that it is a keyword tool from some 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 another person. That, that is not Google. So I don't want to even give it, give it my thought. Okay. <clears throat> How do you approach in search ads when you are managing different clients with same products or same location? Huh, that's, that's a good one. That's a good question. Very interesting question. So when you have multiple business, multiple clients offering the same product or service, how do you manage their search campaigns? And in the same location. So, <laughs> we are doing that, but I, I don't think you can we'll differentiate. Not, we'll neither confirm or not. We'll neither confirm nor deny that we are doing that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you can't differentiate clients, right? Like how how will yeah, like I think you will just run same campaigns, same keywords. Yeah. That's it. Same campaign, same keywords. Just don't run them from the same account. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything. Like you can't differentiate. Like, hey, this this month I will give conversions to this person, and like next week it's your turn. But yeah, yeah. Just just. But I'll it. tell you what. So these two businesses, even if they're offering identical product or service offerings, they will have, and they are targeting the same location. Right, they will also they will still have some level of uh, sophistication that is that differentiates them from each other. Mm. So one company, for example, uh, let's let's think of an example. There are two dentists. Dentist is the easiest. There are two dentists, and I I'm talking about dentists because I just had a root canal. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've consulted like at least fifteen dentists in Goa, and I preached on one. So I'm in a position to talk about that. So let's say there are two dentists in an area and both dentists happens to happen to be your clients. Now you are doing Google ads for both of them. Same location uh, and you have to get clients for them. How do you do search campaigns for them? Legend search campaigns. So the very simple approach is that each of these dentists would have some level of sophistication. So for example, the dentist I consulted happens to be the specialist in root canal. Other dentists, they are generalists or, uh, you know, they have a fancy uh, studio or they are uh, better with, uh, you know, dental surgery and lots of other things. But I specifically wanted to go for somebody who is 
really, really known for root canals because it's kind of a very sophisticated job. And also the fact that the other dentist said that I should get my tooth removed because there was more infection there. So um, I'm getting personal. So the point here is that there will be some level of sophistication and you have to identify and that's how you can write different ad which is suited for their business and brings about their competitive advantage in the ad and on the landing page. Because otherwise on the campaign side of things, I don't think you can differentiate much. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Are we, oh my God, we are 1017. So we're gonna take last couple of questions now. Let's, let's run through it, speed up. Pratik hai Omkarim Santos, any suggestions for fresh starter? Join my course. Learn Google Ads, watch my 14-hour uh, Google Ads course. That's the way to start. And decide whether you want to become a Google Ads specialist or not, because if you're half-hearted into it, you're not gonna make it. Yeah. If Omkar wanted to become a Facebook Ads and Google Ads and, uh, you know, performance marketer and uh, uh, you know part-time uh, investment banker at the same time he would have done nothing he the, the like year and a half ago two years ago yeah two years almost two years ago two years ago when he started he had absolute clarity in his mind that he wanted to make it big in google ads and today he's here yeah i don't know why yeah, i decided I mean, google ads but yeah <laughs> that was my choice. I was only applying for Google Ads jobs. Yeah. Uh, and I was only hiring Google Ads. Especially, so. <laughs> right. Uh, right moment. Right. Uh, you know, the, like stars aligned. Uh, I was super lucky to have found Omkar. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. Like The kind of challenge I had at Solution Set was very, very big. <laughs> <laughs> so all thanks to Omkar, Su uh, Sushmita and Neeraj. Yes, that we yep. sailed that sailed through that storm. Yep. Um, yeah. So thank you. I still get goosebumps when I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's the that's the way to go about it. Do you have any specific tip for Pratik Konkar? No. I think uh, you are providing everything for free. Don't go for like paid courses. Uh, they teach all the same, like the basic thing. Uh, just do the basic course that Santosh. Uh, recorded on YouTube. Just do that. Do some internships, and then you will be ready to do any end like full time job in in uh, sorry in Google Ads and solutions are too. Who knows? Yes, solutions. <laughs> okay, uh, Muhammad Yasir. I want to know about exact match keywords. They are exact match. They target the exact search queries. If the match, if the search query matches the keywords, that's exact match keywords. So if your keyword is dentists in North Goa, when somebody and it, it's an exact match, if somebody is searching exactly dentists in North Goa, then your ads will trigger. If somebody is searching dentist in Goa, it will probably not trigger. Right? It's not true right now. <laughs> After, exactly. after June 2021, it's it's not true. The exact In match theory. is not exactly. So exactly. Well, this is why I chose that option. <laughs> so the point is that in theory, this is how exact match works. Yeah. But in reality, that's not how exact match works. That's how yeah. 
exact match works how phrase match used to work so yep. sorry to confuse you mohammad yasin <laughs> but you know i hope you get it yeah uh, sindush i found a script which can yeah. make exact match exact there you go yeah so just apply that script and it will negate all these assertions which are not matching with the keyword awesome yeah uh, that's great great script where do you find those kind of scripts actually i have bookmarked like 150 scripts so <laughs> i was yeah going through going through uh dude this is your black friday sale the 99 cents <laughs> download this <laughs> yeah we we can full package <laughs> we can actually do it you know yep. and we can uh, we can offer some affiliate deals to people who want to <laughs> okay uh thank you for the valuable suggestions walid you are welcome thank you walid well. yasir any strategy for coupon website i think this is a big question and we don't we are out of time so yasir we will probably take it on the next one yep um b2b e-commerce niche industrial chillers and ovens target okay um so we are really out of time guys sorry about this but okay uh avi next time so after we time. launch discord channels there you can ask the questions if we yeah, are but, free then we will answer there yeah but save the big ones for the yep. like like these ones uh, these ones we better explain on the live stream like these ones so save it for the live stream next saturday yep thank you so much everyone hope you had thank you. Uh, you hope you found some value and if you liked it then please like the video share with others and let people know that they can become google access specialist by just watching my 14 hours course yeah thanks thank you guys that. thanks for joining have a good sunday tomorrow sunday yeah yep thank you